Have you ever run into a friend 1,600 miles away from home? I have. And you're going to meet him next on 41 Strong. Hey everyone, welcome to 41 Strong Podcast. My name is Chuck Tate. Great to have you with us. 41 Strong is a podcast that delivers encouraging scriptures and stories to help people like you hold on and stand strong. Well, today is episode 141, and my guest is good friend Dave Jane. He is the founding pastor of Connect Church in Washington, Illinois. He is the husband to Casey. He has a couple of sons, a daughter, and an accent. So, Dave, great to have you on. Pretty much strong, Good man. to be here. It's good yeah. to be here. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Although, I've got to tell you, he, he introduced me there as his good friend, but then told me this is 141. So, I'm actually your 141st <laughs> good friend. So, you've got 140 friends you like more than me, it sounds like. So. Oh, man. Well, and, and a lot of them have been just me preaching or talking and okay. teaching, okay. you know. Okay, okay. But I um, think, so, so really you're number 70. No, no I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> that must be much, much, much better. <laughs> man, well, thank you so much for, yeah. for, for hanging out. Yeah, That's good. absolutely. And, Thanks for having me. Looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, well, why don't you just introduce yourself to, sure. um, to those that yeah. are unfamiliar with you. And absolutely. obviously, you have an accent. You're from Dude, the UK. I so am. I am. Maybe tell us how you ended up in Peoria. And absolutely. So, uh Funnily enough, I've actually lived more of my life now in America than in the UK. Last year, I crossed the threshold right. of living uh, more in the States than in England, but still talk with the accent, still uh, very much English at heart. But in 1994, uh, I came to America to start up a missions program called Ace Teams uh, at the invitation of a church in Washington. And the goal was to come for just six months to kind of get it up and running, and then about Three, four months in, we felt like it could do with another six months, you know, to really solidify it. So we, uh, we extended it. So then I was a year here. And then towards the end of that year, you know, the church was saying, hey, maybe just a few more months, you know. So, so it, it went a little bit longer. And it was probably around that time that I met a young lady from Washington, Illinois. <laughs> and uh, she became my green card. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And eventually we fell yeah. in love, but uh, uh, no, I'm kidding. Casey Jane, uh, Casey <laughs> Brewer, formerly was. Uh, uh, we got married in 1998, but uh, but no, I, I very quickly fell in love with uh, the United States and Washington in particular, which is where we where Casey grew up and where I was working at the time. So yeah. so there came a point where I just made the decision to stay and run the program, and America became my home. Yeah, and. Home now is Connect Church, a yeah. church that, that you you founded. Uh, how old is Connect now? So in September, in, in fact, in September eighth, so just a few weeks away, will be our six year anniversary. Wow! Congratulations. Six, yeah, September eighth, twenty thirteen, is when we had our very first public service. All right, and you you began in the Washington Middle School. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, our, you know, Rock Church Church that I planted is tw 21 years old now. Yeah, in yeah. our first nine years, we were mobile. We, yeah. we were in 10 different locations. Uh -huh. Never in a school, never in a movie theater. Okay. Which are the two normal landing we spots really for... Bad yeah. I don't know what I was thinking <laughs> back then, but we made it. You did. You, you, you know. Were, so you, you started in the school. 
and um, had, had a great relationship with that school, obviously, to yeah. be able to be there for yeah. as many years. Because you just um, built and purchased your own building, just yeah. moved in, what, three weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been an so. incredible journey. And um, prior to um, launching Connect, I was on staff at Riverside Community Church in Peoria. Uh, fantastic church. I think you've had some of their staff yeah. on your podcast. Yeah, Pastor John, so, a few weeks yeah, ago. And, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And love that church. Love Pastor John. Was a huge influence and mentor in my life. Um, but all the time we were on staff at Riverside in Peoria, Case and I, we lived in Washington, so I would drive to the church every morning, work from church from there. We'd drive to church Sunday morning. We had a lot of friends in Washington, neighbors that weren't churchgoers, weren't believers, and we'd built relationships with them through soccer, through school, through the kids, and we'd invite them to join us at church. And, mate, it was crazy. Several times we had people say, ah, it's not that I don't want to go to church. I just don't want to go all the way to Peoria. Now, if you're listening and you're local, we're talking a 15-minute drive. You know, it's not like they were driving across the country. It was, but there was just something about the other side of the river on a Sunday morning. Driving I come to all our campus way. 10 minutes away. Exactly. It's like, come on. Some of you are driving further than that to go out to eat on a Friday night. So, but uh, I remember talking to John King and uh, about future and vision and dreams. And I said, John, I, I really love the community that we're a part of. I love Washington. We've got connections here in the community. Um, if I could do anything in the future, because he was asking me, what would you do if you could do anything? I said, I'd love to plant a church in Washington. Um, and I've got to tell you, I have friends who have planted churches who are on staff at churches nearby and their story was a lot different. There was a lot of tension. You know, the, the church wasn't real excited about one of their staff starting another church sure. so close, you know. And, um, and I get that. But John King is such a big kingdom guy. I mean, he's kingdom of God, church with a capital C. And uh, he was, the, Riverside supported us when they sent us out. They got behind us. Uh, I still meet John for lunch every, every month. And we talk about the successes at Riverside and at, and at Connect. Um, but yeah, so September of 2013, we, uh, the year leading up to then, we were kind of building some launch team, and you probably remember this 20 years ago when you were first starting, what it was well, like. We didn't even have a launch team back then. You just then. started having church. Yeah, there, um, I wasn't familiar with ARC or any church planning yeah, organization. Yeah. When we began, we just had a vision, and um, we did form um, a, a team that yeah. we met for prayer every week before yeah. we launched. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, obviously, if I planted... Again, we would approach it much differently. Honestly, it's, it's amazing though, and, and it's brilliant that you did that because I think you were a pioneer. You were you were kind of setting the the pattern for what was to come. Because I think over the last ten years, especially, I've seen church planting really become um, more of a supported thing. You know, not just sure. denominationally, but now, like you said, Ark Stadia is an organization that partnered with us when we planted, and they were fantastic. They helped us launch strong. They they coached me. They gave me some training, um, an assessment, all sorts of things that really positioned us well. And the funny thing is, Chuck, I honestly, when I was talking to John and leaving to Plant Connect, I thought, I've been working with ACE teams, the ministry that brought me to America, and local churches for 20 years now. I can plant a church, you know, yeah. how hard can this be? <laughs> but that first year, it was like changing career. It was yeah. so different oh. than anything we'd yeah. ever experienced before. So um, so this organization, Stadia, really helped us launch well. But uh, I love church planting. We, we were encouraged to believe that new churches reach new people, and we saw that happen. As a new church in Washington, we reached dozens, hundreds of 
people who had no church backgrounds, or maybe they grew up church, going to church, but they've not been going for a while. So our initial growth was very much unchurched and dechurched. People. I love that. You know, yeah. and it's it's amazing to me that there are still pastors out there that feel threatened when new works begin. But the reality is, there's enough unchurched people really in is. every area Absolutely. to fill every church. You're exactly right. So. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. And we saw that happen. And you know, I think I don't think anyone has a hard time believing that about New York City or San Francisco. You know, when you come to the Midwest or a small town like Washington, Illinois, you can tend to think, well, there's lots of churches. You know, do we need another? But honestly, especially in those first two or three years, we saw such a lot of growth through new conversion, unchurched, dechurched people. And it just went to show what Casey and I had already felt living in that community. Yeah. That while there were some great churches and many people attending those great churches, there were still a lot of people that hadn't yet found a church home. Wow. Well, you guys have done an incredible job of impacting your community. In fact, yeah. even recently, you were recognized by the city of Washington yeah. for your for your efforts. Tell <laughs> yeah. us about that. It was crazy. So um, the Chamber of Commerce puts on an event every year, and uh, they always nominate. Actually, they don't nominate. They have people in the community make the nominations, and then a committee at the chamber determines who the, uh, the award winner should be. And Connect Church, this is crazy, Connect Church was nominated this last year as the outstanding business in the community for 2018. Yeah. Which, now don't get me wrong, we don't Which see ourselves... Time, five years into a church plant. Yeah, and, that's, and we don't see ourselves as a business per se, yeah. but the reason that that award is in place is because they want to award it to a, a business that's making a difference in the community. So... That was our goal as a church to make a difference in the community. So the fact that we got recognized as a, an organization in Washington making a difference in the community was just such a humbling uh, honor to receive. It was because uh, yeah. that's, that's why we do what we do. Yeah. So, and I'll tell you, I'll jump into this story real quick. Um, I think the reason we got that nomination last year, so God has just... And again, going back to John King here, uh, he spoiled me. If, if he's been on this podcast, he probably tells some of the amazing stories of how God's been at work at Riverside and Dream Center. And it's just always just incredible stories of what God does. So uh, being on staff with him, I'm like, I want to have some of those incredible stories of yeah. God at work. You know, yeah, I want to be able to tell yeah, some stories yeah. and give God all the praise. <laughs> so um, we were in a position, which was kind of unusual for a church that was only five years old, to purchase um, a permanent location. It was an old retail space in the middle of Washington that sat empty for ages. It used to be Walmart back in the day, and then it was purchased, and uh, Tractor Supply Company were in a small part of it, and that was the part that we purchased, was the part that Tractor Supply okay. used to be. And they moved out three or four years ago, so it sat empty for a long time. Right in the heart of the community, just a perfect location. It's completely empty, 25,000 square foot retail space. You know, we are ready to go for five years. We've been unloading a trailer, setting up, tearing down. You know, I mean, we are, the end is in sight. We're excited thinking we're coming to a permanent location. And no sooner had we purchased it than Uftrings, which is a car dealership in Washington, they had this fire and it destroyed their entire dealership. No one was hurt, fortunately, but what they realized was, it was going to be at least a year before it would be rebuilt. So in the meantime, they had to find somewhere else to do business, which meant maybe selling cars here, fixing cars here. You know, dis yeah. um, they had 70 or 80 employees, many of whom lived in Washington. Uh, Gary Aftering had made a commitment that he didn't want to release any of his employees, but he would probably have to displace them, and they'd have to work out the Pekin store or the, you know. So they yeah. So they came to us and they said, "Hey, I know you bought this building, and I know you want to build a church, but would you consider?" 
pushing your plans back for a year and letting us do business, sell cars, fix cars, do all changes, all everything right. associated with the car dealership out of your church building. Um, and here's the funny thing. So you said earlier about Connect being a church. We talked about our commitment to the community. Well, now we were being put to the test. It's like, well, how committed are you to the community? So, so we just, we knew it was the right wow. thing to do. So we said, yeah, you can. So for a year, they were in our building. Um, That's so cool. Operating as a business. In fact, within a week of the fire, they were selling cars. Within a week, wow. they were in there. And wow. uh, Well, you know what? So many pastors say they're about community. But a lot of times, there's no action to back right. that up. Right. But for you guys to actually say, yeah, we are about the community, yeah. so yeah, go for it. Yeah. I mean, that's just incredible. It really yeah. is, man. And um, I think anyone in the Peoria area, I don't know. I mean, for for me, when I see when I see orange, I think it connects. Uh -huh. You guys uh -huh. have branded yeah. such a great job of, of branding, but it goes way beyond just yeah. a brand. Yeah. It, it's yeah. it's it's serving the community. Mm -hmm. It's volunteering. It's taking you know. It's it's um, jumping in at all the community events. Yeah. Different. Yeah. You know. Um, you know, the, the festival. Yeah. And, I mean, I just love that you guys are just entrenched. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere in, in the community. I'm going to move to Washington. <laughs> no, no, <I'm> <laughs> no, but seriously, um, it's pretty. It's, pretty cool. it's, 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 it is a cool thing because, you know, when I was working at Riverside, Riverside's a brilliant church and people come from all over to go from Pekin, East Peoria, Dunlap, you know, one of the benefits of planting connect in Washington is we do reach a lot of Washington people. We have some people who come from, but yeah. most of the congregation live in Washington. Yeah. So uh, it's nice to be in a smaller community where you can make an impact in that community. But I said earlier about feeling like I was changing careers when I went from Riverside to Planting Connect. And um, I felt like in those early years and those early months leading up to our first public launch, I had more in common with some friends of mine who are entrepreneurs, startup business, you know, the owner of Jimmy John's who's about to start a new business. And I felt like I connected more to them because you have that sense of, we got to get the word out, the connect is coming. We, you know, we, yeah. we got to tell people because what if we start a church and no one shows up, yeah. you know? So, so you, you, you try to think of everything. So you're right. We went to, there's an event called Good Neighbor Days. We went and served there. We had our t-shirts on. We were giving out cards. We looked for every opportunity to be involved in the community mm. Because we wanted people to know that Connect Church was coming and we wanted to invite yeah. them to join And it's us. for them. Yes, so, exactly, yeah. exactly. So that was kind of our motivation in doing it. And then we started and then we started to grow. But we'd seen such a good um, rapport with the community when we were at these events. They said, hey, we loved you serving last year. Would you come back and serve yeah. again next year? Yeah. Well, now we didn't need to serve because people were coming, you know. But we loved serving yeah. because we saw the benefit in just blessing our community. And we've always been a church that's felt like, you know, we should, um, our, our motto is, you know, if Connect Church closed tomorrow, it shouldn't just be the members of Connect that notice. You know, there should be people outside of the church and the community that would that would say, oh, that's a shame because we saw the difference they were yes, making. Yes, yeah, yeah, I yeah. So um, one of the ways that you're involved in the community is, with your voice, right? I am. So, yes. so you're a soccer announcer for Washington <laughs> High School, right? That's I gotta am. Be, that's gotta be fun, especially for somebody that I mean, it's 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 not soccer, it's football. Oh, football, football, football for you, real right? football, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Football. proper football. <laughs> so, so how cool is it? And I mean, I mean, your sons both played, right? They did, yeah. So, and one's still playing. He's about oh, to start yeah, this fall. Yeah. So, so tell, tell, tell us about that. I think that's, that's yeah, really, so it's really cool. fascinating. Um, it, 
you know, if you live in a small town, you've probably, on a Friday night, the lights are on, the football game's on, and you can often, wherever you live, hear the sound of the game, and very often the announcer. Yes. So uh, we don't get... Me, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, maybe you don't. But, um, but it's not as big a crowd for soccer, but they have an announcer. So they came to me one day and said, hey, would you consider announcing for the soccer? Uh, both my sons were on the team, and I said, absolutely. It's a great view of the game. And uh, i got to be honest, the, traditionally the announcer would normally just read off the lineup at the beginning of the game and then maybe announce some substitutions. But I get more and more into the game. So I'm, I'm, you know, if there's a goal scored, I'm cheering. I'm like, it's a goal. You oh, know, and, that is... and when my son score, it's a little bit even more excited. But, uh, but I like to kind of joke around thinking that when these opposing schools come and they hear that the announcer's got an English accent, they're like, wow, this soccer team's pretty serious. I mean, even their <laughs> announcer's British. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe it's an intimidation factor. Maybe we give them a little edge there on our team in that particular yeah, game. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Can you give us a little sample? Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, I'll put you on the spot. Go! Yes, Ben Jane! <laughs> what an amazing goal! With the assist from Will Jane, my other son. <laughs> I'll leave them out. Uh, so yeah. now I announce the girls' soccer as well. I haven't got any kids on the girls' soccer team, but they asked if I would announce that as well. So oh, that's cool. It's fun. I like man. it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you, know, you got people at the game like, man, I'm going to go to this guy's church. <laughs> I am going. I feel bad for the people who come to my church. They're like, do we have to listen to this guy again? Like, come on, just once a week is all I want to hear that accent. I don't want to hear it again on a Wednesday night. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Well, um, you know, we have a few minutes left. I yeah. thought it'd be fun to uh, – so – we ran into each other a couple of years ago. Yes, that and was crazy. It, it kind of was just a crazy, yeah, crazy story. I was in California, uh -huh. Orange County, yeah, at a conference, yeah. Saddleback Church, Reformed yeah. Church, yeah. Purpose Driven Church, yeah. Um, and you were on vacation. I was. So you're you're out there serving Jesus, learning, becoming a better <laughs> pastor and a better leader, and I'm just out there laying on beaches. But... <laughs> oh man! So so we bumped into each other. But let me tell you from my perspective. So Chuck has paid a lot of money to go to this conference, flights, <laughs> hotels, ticket entrance. I'm a fr staying at a friend's house that I didn't realize was so close to Saddleback. I'm driving to the store to pick up some milk, and I drive by, and I was like, Saddleback. <laughs> That's a famous church. So I just, I figure I'll pull in and check it out, not knowing there's a conference going on. So somehow, not only did I get into the parking lot and into the building, I got, you know, I had no ticket or anything. I was just checking it out, having a look around, and it happened to be right on a break. So everyone was yeah. kind of coming out and moving around. So I just blended in with the crowd and... <laughs> I'm walking around, enjoying the building, the atmosphere, yeah, and the palm and trees. Exactly. Yeah. And who do I bump into but my uh, my local central Illinois friend. So crazy. Yeah, yeah we just literally walk. I mean, like, what are the chances? Of, I know. It was know? just bizarre. It and was. I think we spent about 10 minutes walking around, looking at things. We, we even bought a book together. Um, and we just kept saying, this is just crazy. Yeah. What are the odds of bumping into each Oh, man. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I want to thank you for having me at Connect when 41 yes. came out. Yeah. You had me in. It was a great so, so honored to, to yeah. be there. Yeah. Hopefully, you didn't lose any people after no, that. No, I want to have to be back because now <laughs> you've spoken at the middle school. You now need to come and speak at the building. Oh, man. So I, I can't wait, new wait to see it. And yeah. I really do love. Um, you know, watching from um, just online, you know, being in the area yeah. and seeing all that you're yeah. doing, looking yeah. at pictures and yeah. and knowing that people are coming to Jesus. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, you mentioned John King is is so community driven. Or yeah. King, 
um, Kingdom Vision. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and Andy has yep. been, been Absolutely. on and all the yeah. work he's doing the Dream Center. And so. when we renovated the space that we're in now, we intentionally did it that it could be used during the week for the community. So our goal is that this isn't just a Sunday location. Throughout the week, this is a place that people can come in and utilize. Okay. So we're still thinking community and Love just it. doing all we can to connect our community to Christ. Man, well, if 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 you're a church planner and leader, and I know that. You, you can learn a lot from, from Dave. So how can we l let people know how they can follow you on social media? Sure, sure. Connect with you, no pun intended. No, 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 no. So uh, connectwashington.org is our website. It'll tell you all about the church. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Dave Jane. Um, I'm not on Instagram. My wife does the Instagram thing, and I just kind of peek on her account from okay. time to time. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I use Facebook to connect with a lot of people. And, uh, yeah, come look me up. Cool. Well, hey, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank for, you. We're going yeah. to do it again, man. We should. Again. We should. I won't wait fun. 141 more episodes. We'll, <laughs> we will do it sooner. Dave Jane, episode number 636. <laughs> yeah, yeah, welcome to, to year number seven. And um, <laughs> great. Cool, man. Well, we look forward to having you back. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, listen, my guest has been Dave Jane for our producer, Mike Sable. I'm Chuck Tate. We look forward to seeing you next week on 41 Strong. PeoriaLife.com.